0: Isn't it wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. I believe it was Brother Smith Wigglesworth who used to say he'd rather have the Holy Ghost on him in full power for a few minutes than to own the world with a fence around. (laughs) That kind of puts it in perspective, doesn't it? There just is nothing better than being in his presence. Isn't that what the scripture said, in his presence is what? Depression? No. Heaviness? No. no. Fullness of joy. Say praise the Lord. Praise Turn with me if you would to Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. If you didn't bring a Bible with you, hold up your hand. The ushers have extra Bibles and Hold up your hand, get a Bible, and open it up to 2 Corinthians, 4th chapter. Tell me what tonight is. Amen. Miracle night. Yes. Healing night. Yes. You don't have to wait until a later time in the service either. The Lord begin to move on you, begin to say something to you. Yes, sir. Just believe what He tells you to believe. Yes. Receive what He tells you to receive. Yes, sir. After all... He's the healer, Amen. right? Yes. But uh, our our healing, our deliverance is not just all up to God. If it were, everybody would already be experiencing the fullness of it, because it is His will, and there's no lack of power for Him to accomplish it. So, if He if it's His will, and He's more than enough to call, to bring it to pass. What's the holdup? What's the hindrance? What's the problem? Well, as is usually the case, it's, it's us. It's the face in the mirror. But good news, we can change. The Lord can help us. We can make adjustments. And one of the big things is that we have faith in God. That's the big thing. And even if you're lacking in faith, what can happen? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word, which is why I had you to open your Bible. Right? I'm going uh, to believe in God for utterance, and we're going to uh, preach, and might teach, and might shout, and might holler, I might wave my arms. And, and uh, the, the main thing is that you let these words in this book come inside you and hit you with power. Right? And just knock the fear out of you. (laughs) Come on now. Knock the unbelief out of you. Knock the it can't be done out of you. Knock the it's too bad. It's been too long. It ain't no way. Knock it out of you. Can the Word of God knock it out of you? If you'll let it. If you'll receive it. So all of this junk that would hinder you and hold you back from your blessing what do you want done with it? Oh. it say it out loud, knock it out of I me mean. <laughs> let, let the word come in and, and push it out and, and cast it out. Second uh, Corinthians the fourth chapter second Corinthians 4 simply says this verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen. What are you supposed to do with the things that you see? Everybody awake. What are you supposed to do with the things you see? And when he says see, he's including the senses. That means see, feel, hear, touch, taste, smell with your physical senses. What are you supposed to do with that? Don't look at it. Don't focus on it. Don't pay attention to it. But we look at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. Temporal, we know we get our word temporary. What does that mean? It means not permanent, just for a little while. Is it true that everything we see and feel is temporary? And another definition of that temporal is subject to change. Well, if you were doing good physically and you got worse, you know it can change because it changed from good to bad. So you know it's changeable. Right? If it could go from good to bad, it could go from bad to good. And then from good to better than it ever was. If you can see it, if you can feel it, it can change. That's why you ought not be focusing on that. Because it has changed, it will change, it can change. So if you're focusing on that, you're you're focusing on something that's moving. And that will make you unstable. But we are focusing on, we're fixed on, we're looking at the things that are not seen. Because the things that are not seen are eternal. Let me ask you the question tonight. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? It's miracle night. It's healing night. What are you looking at? If you're looking at what you see with your natural eyes, if you're looking at what you feel in your natural life, you're in trouble. I said you're in trouble. Look at the fifth chapter. Just over uh, maybe half a page or something. I don't know. Fifth chapter and the seventh verse. What does it say? 2 Corinthians 5, 7. What do you say? For we walk by faith, not, By sight. Say that out loud. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Close your eyes. Say that again a couple of times. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Again, for we walk by faith, not by sight. What if you're focusing on what you see? You're not walking by faith. And that's a problem. That's one of the biggest obstacles and hindrances in most Christians' lives is that they keep on walking by sight. They keep reverting back to focusing on what they see and feel because the Bible talks about being carnal versus being spiritual. And people have made up all kind of ideas about what spiritual is and a whole lot of it is what they call spiritual is actually carnal. But basically to be carnal is to, is to focus on the carne, the flesh. To focus on the flesh. Somebody say, focus on the flesh. On the flesh. Say it again, focus on, focus on the flesh. What is focusing on the flesh? It's focusing on what you see, what you feel. Focusing on what you see and what you feel. And if you do that, you're in trouble. You can't come out. You, can't, you cannot access the miraculous focusing on the flesh. You can't experience a healing power of God focusing on how you feel and what you see. I'm excited tonight. Yes, Are you excited at all? Yes, I, I've been here before. I know where I am and know where I'm going. And it's a good place. It's the place of miracles. It's the place of healing and restoration. Do you believe that God is real? That He made the heavens, the earth, that He made you and gave you breath? Do you believe that God exists, He's real, He sits on the throne? If He can do all that, He can sure heal your little body. He could sure restore you. He could sure change something in you. But like we said, it's not all up to Him. It's not all up to His will. It's not all up to His power. Jesus told people repeatedly, according to your faith, be it unto you. Didn't He tell them that? He didn't say according to my power. He didn't say according to the will of God. Although millions emphasize that above what He said, they've changed what He said. Emphasizing something else He emphasized our faith Our faith is the determining factor And it's not as complicated As people have made it out to be I'm going to give you three things tonight Can you keep up with three? Three things Three things If we do them We'll have miracles Period 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 No maybes, no what-ifs, no uh, exceptions. If you do these things, you'll have miracles. I've seen it. That's why I'm excited tonight. Getting ready to see some more. But we must stop focusing on the feeling. We must stop looking at the scene. Focusing on uh, the reports we're hearing from people that are looking at things under microscopes and looking at x-rays. Thank God for doctors. I said, thank God for doctors. A lot of us wouldn't be here. But they're telling you what they see. Right? Right. And people focus on that uh, above the Word of God. Well, they said this and they said And they get home and they focus on how they feel. And they see. And they can tell that that sore is worse. And they can tell that that limp is worse. And so even believing people focus on what they are seeing or what they want to see. There's revelation here tonight, saints. Well, I'm, not, I'm trying not to focus on what, I, what I'm seeing, but what I want to see. That's a problem, too. Because you're still focused on what you see. Yeah, that's right. And so people become obsessed With what I want. I want to feel good. I want to be free. I want to experience no pain. I want to, and, and focus on that. But, friend, that's like somebody standing at the base of a hill or a mountain going, I want to be on top. I want to be on top. Oh, I want to be on top. And getting you some binoculars. You need to forget about the top and look at how to get from here to there. You need to focus on the first step. Well, I want to feel better. I know you do, but you've got to forget about that. Oh, that went over big, didn't it? We look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not sin. We walk by faith, not by sight. How many times? Well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Is everybody awake? Are y'all with me? Uh, the Bible said it. Don't, don't turn there, but just listen. The Bible said in Proverbs 13 and 4, it says the soul of the sluggard desires and has nothing. Proverbs 21, 25 says a lazy man who refuses to work is only killing himself. All he does is think about what he would like to have. All he does is think about what he would like to have. Did you hear that phrase? What does he think about all the time? What he wants, what he needs, what he'd like. He's looking at the top. He's focusing on the finish. I said he's focusing on the finish. Which is focusing on the flesh. Focusing on what you're going to feel. Focusing on what you're going to see. Wanting something is not faith. Are y'all with me friends? No matter how much you want it, or need it, or desperately need it, that's not faith. And so many people have prayed, 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 and then they check. No? No? Oh, Lord. Totally immersed in walking by sight. Only looking, do I feel better? No, I feel worse. Well, it didn't work. This describes millions, even people that believe in God and people that believe in the power of God. What is their problem? They're exercising no faith. Oh, I believe in God with all my heart. Yeah, but that's not, it takes more than believing in God with all your heart. You have to believe some specific things. The Bible tells us. People do this concerning material things. There are people that all day torment themselves. I want that car. I want that house. I want a wife. I, I, want a, I want this. I want that. And they think about what they want all day long, and they'll be broke and without the next time you see them. Because things don't come, they don't magically appear, because you wish for them hard enough. (laughs) The people who have these things, they didn't sit around day and night and dream about these things. They focused on working. They focused on being a success in their area. They focused on inventing. They focused on making the trade, making the deal. Are you listening? That's how you get there. If you focus on there, you can't get there. If you focus on getting there, you get there. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Don't sit around and dream about, oh, I... I need to be free. I need my child to be free. I need my spouse to be free. Oh, I, oh! If I could just feel good again. Oh, if I'll, and people beg, they beg, beg. Oh, please, God, please, God. They fast and they pray and they beg and they stay bound, year after year, because that's not faith. Three things. Did you forget? Hmm? Three things. Number one, what do you got to do? Number one, you must believe. Don't think you already know everything about this. You must believe. Go to Mark, the ninth chapter. Do you believe God is real? Is it easy for him to heal somebody, work a miracle? Then why aren't we seeing it as much as we'd like to? Why, Why don't we see it as much as we want to? Why isn't it happening all over the planet if it's God's will, if he's able to do it? What's the hindrance? The hindrance is lack of faith. Walk in my sight. You've done it. I've done it. But if you want to get free and you want to receive, you've got to make a change. You've got to quit focusing on what you see. You can feel sorry for yourself. You can beg and cry and never receive and be locked in to the impossibility of change just like unbelievers are. Oh, but there is something. There is something that changes all the natural rules. You know what I'm talking about. There is something that when all hope is gone, when the greatest experts in every field say it is totally impossible, it would defy the laws of nature. It's never happened. It can't happen. It can still happen. Because there is something called the miracle, working, healing, bringing power of Almighty God. We read about it. In the Bible, we've experienced tastes of it here and there, and I want you to know you don't have to wait on Him. He never goes anywhere without His miracle-working, healing, bringing power. And if He's here, He brought His miracle-working, healing, bringing power with Him.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord.
0: But just because the power is here, does not mean miracles happen automatically or healings happen automatically. How many know when the Lord is here? There's power to be born again. The power to be saved. Does that mean people are automatically born again and saved? No. No, it doesn't. You have to believe. Did you find Mark 9? 23. This man brought his son to Jesus' disciples. He said he, he had seizures. and He had problems and He said the disciples couldn't get him free. But he said, uh, Mark 9 and uh, 22, back it up to 22. The man said, uh, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And verse 23, what did Jesus say? If you can believe. See, he wanted to put the emphasis on if God could do anything, if Jesus could do anything. He said, no, that's not the issue. It's never the issue if God can do it or not. Never has been. Never will be. And what a lot of people have not understood on things like this, it's not an issue of if it's His will or not. It is His will. But just because something's His will, doesn't mean it automatically happens any more than it happens just because He has the power to do it. What did He say? If you can believe all Things are possible to him that believe. Say it out loud. All things are possible to him that be- say it again. All things are possible to him that believe. Say it again. All things are possible to him that believe. How many things? All. Is it possible? For a kidney that hadn't worked in years start working again. Anybody in here believe with me? Is it possible for a lung that's been damaged by smoking and by abuse and just doesn't work anymore? For the power of God to come inside that lung. Just like glistening light all over the inside of that lung. And when it gets through, it'd be new tissue like a baby's. Is that possible? Is that possible? Is it possible for everybody? No. No, it's not. It's only possible to those that believe. See, there are all kinds of people that say, "Oh, I don't know about all that." What's the the, the audacity of having a miracle and healing service? (laughs) Who does he think he is? Who do they think they are? Mm -hmm. Trying to tell God, "Come do miracles for us." I, you know, none of that stuff is is proven, and none of that stuff is none of that stuff. Well, you won't be bothered by it. For you, it'll be impossible. You get pronounced terminal, you'll die. Did you hear me? They tell you you can't be fixed, it won't be fixed. That's it, you're done. Like an unbeliever. These things happen for believers. Not people that skeptic. And consider themselves intellectually superior. And want to argue and demand that you prove it to me. It's not my job to prove you anything. It's not anybody else's job to prove you anything. God said, doubt, do without. <laughs> believe and receive.
1: Right.
0: You want to be adamant in your doubt and your skepticism? You only hurt yourself. That's right. All you do is cut off yourself from being able to receive a miracle. I tell you, I for one believe in miracles. I've experienced them. I have seen God put uh, bones back together. I've seen God put sin, of, knit it back together right in front of my eyes. Glory to God. I've seen God uh, repair shoulders. People couldn't couldn't move their, their arm and all at once, boom, they could move it full. I, I've seen ears that were deaf open up. I have felt lumps, a big, big old growth thing under my hand. And while I'm praying, it's gone. It's flat. They looked at me with one. They said, where did it go? I said, I don't know, but it's gone. That's it. Who cares where it went as long as it's not here? There's a whole lot. About the power of God, we do not understand, and we're never going to understand this side of glory. But you don't have to understand it all to receive it and to get benefit from it. What am I? I'm encouraging you, friend, believe in the power of God tonight, believe that He is real, believe that all things are possible to Him that believes. Said out loud all things are possible to him that believes. Number one, believe. Believe. Now I need to reiterate. Uh, this is not too simple for you, is it? <laughs> don't don't assume you already know all this now. So close your eyes right now. Say, Lord, help me to hear what I've not understood. Help me to see, Help me see what I have not seen, have not seen. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Believing is not based on seeing naturally. One of the most inaccurate, false, untrue, erroneous statements ever made is seeing is believing. Absolutely incorrect, untrue. Hebrews 11:1 anybody know what it says Now faith is the substance of things hoped for or expected the evidence of what If you're operating in faith it's not seen Faith deals with the unseen and that's what we're talking about receiving tonight We're not talking we're going to quit focusing on the seen And we're going to, by faith, receive the unseen. This is how you get in the miracle realm. I said, this is how you get in the miracle realm. Now, if you've walked by sight all your life, then it's ingrained in you. You do it without thinking about it. But that's why our minds need to be renewed. Renewed. We, we, and you, you, you'll catch yourself Focusing back on what you see and feel You've got to arrest yourself And say stop, stop That doesn't matter Quit focusing on the car get, get where you can buy one Quit focusing on the house Do what God told you to do And be successful And you can get one easy won't be a problem Quit sitting around daydreaming and longing About your healing Quit sitting around dreaming about it, longing for it, wanting it, needing it. None of that is faith. Faith has to do with the unseen realm. Faith is is not what you see, what you feel. We walk by faith, not by sight. We look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are unseen. We've got, we got to retrain ourselves. We've got to stay on top of this every hour of the day virtually. Because we're surrounded with the natural. This is what we've known from birth. And you tend to just gravitate back to it over and over again and focus on it. And if the enemy can keep you in the seen sense realm and accompanied with that is the realm of reasoning, he'll keep you out of the miraculous. You'll be locked into only what is possible through natural means. And it's too often and too quick that even the best doctors or the best surgeons or the best lawyers or whoever in their field can tell you there's nothing more we can do. We tend to think, well, we're so advanced nowadays, we can fix anything. No, we can't nearly fix anything and everything. No. So what do you do? When people look at you and tell you there's no hope, can't be done, can't be fixed. You know, we were there in Oregon just uh, not too many days ago, and uh, they were having their uh, 25th anniversary of the church, 40-year anniversary of the pastor's uh, marriage. And he got up and testified. About how that back uh, those 25 years ago, his wife was pronounced with an incurable condition. She was incapacitated. They did some surgeries on her just to, to uh, spare her life. But it left her incapacitated and where she couldn't get around and do And it was an irreversible surgery. And so it's like, like you know, you don't have much of a life and what you have of that was not going to last long. But uh, they didn't give up. They didn't really have any extra money to do it, but they sent her over to the healing school at Brother Hagin's ministry, and she got in there. I happened to be in there at the time, and they were telling me about it. And And they got in there and fed their faith and fed their faith, and God healed that woman. And they came back, and they told the doctors, you know, we want you to reverse this. They said, we can't, you know. And even the insurance company said, this, is, uh, this would be a fraudulent Uh, surgery because they don't do these surgeries. This is irreversible. Well, they finally talked them into something. To make a long story short, they did. They changed it. She's whole. She's healed. She's been in the ministry with him for 25 years now. They're standing up there testifying praising God. If they'd just gone by what they saw, there's no hope. There's no change. You just give up. You just wait to die. You live your incapacitated life and wait to die. But you're not locked into that. You're not limited to what you can do or what man can do or what science can do. There is a God. I said there is a God. There is the God who made the heavens and the earth. He is a God of healing. He's a God of miracles. Nothing's too hard for Him. Nothing's too hard for Him. Somebody say, "I I believe. Tell me what believing is. Believing is not based on what you see. People say, well, seeing is believing. That is uh, That irritates me every time I hear that. Because a lot of people go, yeah, that's right, seeing is believing. No. If it's believing, it ain't seeing. Because faith is the evidence of things what? Not. not seeing. So if you're operating in faith, then you're going by something you don't see, feel, touch, Hear, taste, smell. Your your faith is in something in the unseen realm. So when we're talking about faith for healing, we're not talking about faith based on any kind of feeling or improvement. Can you see where people are missing it? Because even though they pray and even though they make confessions, what do they do right after? Check. Yeah, never were in faith I said, never were in faith. This explains why millions are not getting results. Yeah but they prayed, yeah but they had hands laid on them, yeah but they, the, the, the prayers prayed for them, yeah but they went to the, the, the big evangelist meeting, yeah but they hey, you can do all this stuff and stay bound for decades and it's not the will of God not waiting on Him. Tell me what believing is. What is faith? It's the evidence of things. Not, not, somebody say not seen. Say it again, not seen. Say it again, not Not. seen. If if you're focusing on what you see, you're not in faith. If you're talking about what you feel, you're not in faith. If you're talking about what somebody else saw, on the report or the slide or under the microscope, you're not in faith. You got to get off of the scene. Faith is in the unseen. Are you with me? Number one, do you got do you have number one? What's number one? Believe. believe. Number two. Believe what? <laughs> You're there in Mark nine. Go right over to the eleventh chapter. I think somebody ought to have this one. Mark eleven. Number one is believe. Believe means you're, you're believing something unseen. Faith is evidence of things not seen. Number two, believe what? Mark eleven, twenty four, are you there? Mark eleven, twenty four, what does it say? What things soever you desire. Now let's just stop right here. What things soever you desire, we were talking about desire a few minutes ago. Is desire enough? Wanting it. Longing for it. Desperate for it. Hmm? If it were, he'd have said whatever you desire, just desire it strong enough and long enough and you'll get it. No. No, you won't. You hear people say things like, well, if you want something bad enough long enough, it'll happen to you. No, no. That's not a scripture. That's not a truth. Usually what happens is people give up on their dream after a while. Settle to live without it. Now, what things ever you desire, when you pray, help me out. What what exactly are you supposed to believe? Believe what? Receive. Believe that God's a big God and can do anything That's great, but that's not enough. Believe that it's God's will for me to be healed. That's wonderful, but it's not enough. What else must you believe? You must believe that you feel them. Huh? Believe that you see it. Believe that you feel it. No. Believe what? Receive Receive what? What you desire. Well, where is it? (laughs) It is as yet unseen. We look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. Because the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. We walk by faith, not by sight. Believe that you receive them. And what did Jesus, the head of the church, say would happen? And you shall have them. (laughs) If you know anything about Brother Kenneth Hagin Sr.'s uh, testimony. You know, this is the scripture that brought him off what would have been his deathbed at age 16. He was born with a deformed uh, heart and chest cavity, incurable blood disease. The best doctors in the country said there was no hope. He couldn't live past 16. And sure enough, when he got close to that age, he became bedfast, going in and out of consciousness. And uh, he got a hold of this verse. He got a hold of this verse. Verse 24. And he said, I desire healing. I don't want to die at 16 never having really lived. I desire healing. And it took him a while to get a hold of it. But he's, he finally one day sat up in his bed and said, Lord, I see it. I see it. I must believe I receive my healing while I'm still laying here paralyzed. Because yeah. yeah. he had prayed sometimes all night long. And then he'd reach over to see if his legs were any better. And they weren't. He'd pray, pray, sometimes, like he said, all night long. And then check and see, try to get out of bed. He can't get out of bed. He's no better. What's he doing? Help me out, friends. What's he doing? Walking by sight. No faith in this. But he finally got a hold of it. He said, I see it, Lord. I must believe I receive my healing right now while I'm still paralyzed. Before anything changes, I must believe I receive my healing right now. Well, what is that, though? What is he believing he receives? You can't see it. You can't touch it. What is he receiving? How can you receive something you can't see, feel, touch, taste, or smell? How can you receive it? You'd know the right answer. But the problem is, people don't understand that that is just as real as me handing you money and you grabbing it and taking it out of my hand. Receiving the unseen is just as real. Faith is the hand that lays hold of the blessing of God and receives it from God for yourself. It's not imaginary. It's real. Just because something's unseen doesn't mean it's not real. We understand by faith that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. You need to read that verse. Go over to Hebrews eleven. Mm-hmm. Anybody stirred up besides me in here tonight? Hmm? I'm already on number two. After number three it's miracles. <laughs> Yeah, well, why can you be so sure, Brother? Because the Word of God can't fail. That's right. That's right. Word of God cannot fail. <laughs> Hebrews 11. We just got through reading red letters. Jesus said, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and we'll see. Huh? <laughs> believe you receive them, and you just never know. Hmm? Now, see, religion has has done that. Religion has replaced the absolutes of Jesus with these ifs and ands and buts and maybes and what ifs. All of these are the result of people walking by sight. They pray and then they look. (laughs) They pray and then they feel. No faith involved in that. When are you going to believe it? When are, and in that case with them, when are they going to believe it? When they see it. Which at that point wouldn't be faith.
1: Because
0: seeing is not believing. You believe when you don't see. You believe when you can't see. Once you see, hey, you don't need to believe. Hebrews 11. It says, verse 3, Hebrews eleven three. 3, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That chair you're sitting on is made out of substance you can't see. Because it came from the elements of the earth And God created the earth Out of something didn't say it was created out of nothing People say that But the Bible didn't say that didn't say it was created out of nothing It was created out of things Things That don't appear You can't see it Just because you can't see it Doesn't mean it's not there Or that it's not real God's a spirit. You don't see him where we're sitting tonight, but he's real. Hmm? Heaven is real. Angels are real. The Holy Spirit is real. The power of God is real. Real. Tell me again, how do you receive something you can't see and you can't feel? How? How? You receive it by faith. You, You believe but what do you believe specifically? You believe that you receive them. I want you to say that out loud a couple of times. Believe, believe. that you receive them. See that you receive it? No. no. Feel that you receive it? No. no. What? Believe. Somebody says, well, I don't see anything. Exactly. That's why you got to believe you received it. That's right. I didn't feel anything. Exactly. That's why you got to believe you received it. Right. I'm talking about how to get miracles. I'm talking about how to have healings. Everything you see, this body of yours, the chair you're sitting on, the building you're sitting in, the ground it's on, God created it out of His spoken word, out of spirit substance that you can't see. But it's here. The healing you desire, the miracle you desire... No need focusing on it, on the end product, on the finished part of it. What you want is whatever will change it and make it happen. Make it come into being. Make it change. And that just happens to be the miracle working, healing bringing power of God. That you don't see. Somebody say, yeah, I did. I felt the power. No, you felt the results of the power. Before you felt it, the power did something. If the power that you couldn't see, couldn't feel, if it hadn't done something, you would not have felt anything. Are y'all with me, friends? See, people are too much finish-focused. They're focused on the finished product of what I'm feeling better. Uh, the, the symptoms gone. But before that happens, there's got to be the unseen, unfelt power that affects that change. And by the time you feel it, the main thing has already happened. <laughs> Y'all with me or not? I need to say that again. By the time you feel it, the important thing, the main thing, has already happened. That's why you're feeling something is because something's already happened. But see, you've got masses of people. they're, They're waiting until they feel it before they're going to believe they receive it. And it's the believing you receive it that causes the change that causes the feel it. People are focused on the finish. They're focused on the feeling better. That's a mistake. When are you going to believe it happened? Well, when they feel better. Any sinner can do that. No faith involved. Faith has to do with the unseen. If you're really walking in faith... Faith is is based on something you do not see, you do not feel, and if you do it, it will cause some things to happen that you'll feel. But you can't focus on the feel. Number one is what? Believe. Believe what you don't see and feel. Number two is believe what? Believe that you receive them. Faith is not wishing, faith is not wanting, faith is not a beggar, faith is a believer, and faith is a receiver. Yes. Believe that you receive them. And finally, thirdly, are you getting ready? Are you getting ready? Yes. <laughs> Number one's what? Help me out. Help me out. Believe. Number two is what? Believe you receive. Number three, believe that you receive what? Number one is believe. It's not too simple for you. Number one is believe. Believe means you're 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 confident and holding on to things you can't see. You can't feel. Believe what? Believe. That you receive them. Believe that you receive. That word receive is also translated take. Believe that you take it. You're not trying to take something from God. He's not sure he wants you to have or not. It's something he's already provided for you. Something he's off making available to you. Believe that you receive it. Now let's be more specific about tonight. Believe that you receive what? what you desire we saw that what jesus said but what's what's going to be the the changing force element look look in hebrews 11 again hebrews 11:11 11, 11:11 11. 11, 11 says through faith also sarah herself she did what is she in the faith chapter here yes. yeah why is she in the faith chapter because she had faith. Right. How was her faith displayed and demonstrated? Through faith, Sarah herself received strength. Say out loud receive strength. Receive. D- did it say receive feelings? No. no. Did it receive seeing something changed? No. 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 What did she receive? Now, now, the Greek word for this word translated strength is the word dunamis. It's the word that's frequently translated power. Power. Somebody say power. Power. Say it again, power. Power. Say it again, power. What did she do? She She received power. Power to conceive seed. Something was wrong with her from her youth. As a young woman, she couldn't conceive. Now she's gone through the change of life, and nothing is said that her body had changed. She's any closer to being able to conceive. But no matter if it was an impossibility, if she was born without something in her body, makes no difference when the power of God comes in to your insides. Because that's the same power that created you. That's the same power that created the earth. Oh, I'm seeing some things. What what, what do you mean? What is that chair made out of? What is your body made out of? A substance that can't be seen. But when that power, the Holy Ghost power comes on you and comes in you, that's that same substance that you're made out of. So if something needs to be filled in, another organ needs to be made, it's the same stuff you're made out of. Glory to God! But it's unseen, it's unseen. And tell me, how do you receive something you can't see? And you can't fit By faith. You receive it by faith. Sarah received dunamis. She received God's miracle-working, healing-bringing power into herself, and it changed her insides. It changed her organs. It changed her glands. It changed her blood. It changed her. She had an amazing transformation, didn't she? In the later years of her life. Amazing. Tell me what did that? What did that? It was the power of God. She received it by faith. This is the same power that came on Mary. (laughs) Isn't it? He told her she was going to conceive and bear a child. And she said, how can this be, seeing I I don't know, never known a man? You know what the Lord said to her through the angel? What the angel said to her? That the the Holy Ghost was going to come on her. And the power of the highest was going to overshadow her. Oh, oh, (laughs) oh. Is this power real? This is the same power that came on Sarah back those many years before. It just did something different in Mary. It not only made Mary able to conceive, it caused her to conceive. And people talk about how ridiculous that is that a woman could conceive without a human father. Not when you realize that the power that created her body was what was come, came on her and was working in her? Right. The power that created the heavens and the earth? Yes, glory to God. Why is that such a stretch? <laughs> it is the power that creates babies, period. Right. Amen. He just doesn't happen to need a father in every situation. He can do it that way, or he can just do it by the power. Because it's it's his power working in the natural process. Oh, come on, can you see this, friends? It's the power of God that creates life. It creates the body. And that same power can easily repair it. So well, they're missing the whole thing. No problem. <laughs> not when you're talking about this power. If I had to do it, it would be a problem. If you had to do it, no way can we do it. But it's not us doing it. He didn't tell us. He didn't tell me to heal you. He didn't tell you to heal yourself. He told us to believe that we received this power. Believe in the power and believe that you receive the power and the power would do something quit trying to feel it quit trying to see it that's after it's happened believe you receive the power and the power will do it Mm. glory to God somebody say glory to God say it again glory to God Glory to, Glory to God. Go to Luke. Can you take a little bit more? Yes. We're feeding your faith. Stirring up your faith. Luke, We looked at Luke 1. Look at Luke 5. Luke 1 is where he said the Holy Ghost is going to come on you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. See, there's entirely too much emphasis on what I feel. Do I feel this? Do I feel that? The power of God is unseen. Luke 5 and 17. Luke 5 and 17. It came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by. Which would come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And tell me what was going on. What was going on? The power of the Lord was present, was there to what? Now you know if you stop right here. If you know the rest of the story. You'd have to add to the scriptures to say any of those Pharisees or doctors of the law got healed. We have no indication that any of them got healed. In all probability, they did not because all they're doing is fussing and trying to find fault with him and accusing him. And yet, the mercy of God, the power was there to heal them. Not only did they not receive it, they didn't get healed, they weren't even aware of it. And yet, is the Bible true or not? Then was the power there to heal them? The power was there to heal them. The power was there. There was one guy, though, <coughs> would not be kept out, would not be kept down, would not be left out. Him and his buddies tore off the top of the roof, got him down. Can you see him smiling on his cot as they're lowering him down in there? <laughs> hey, Jesus. <laughs> and all the preachers are trying to get the... the uh, The dust out of their hair and a sheetrock, I'm trying to say. Whatever they had. Out of their hair. Fussing and and Jesus looks at him and smiles. The Bible said he saw their faith. Now, notice how Jesus talked on more than one occasion. You know, the blind men that came yelling and screaming, Have mercy on me. He stopped. He said, What do you want? That seems like a dumb question at first. But when you realize how this works, He had to ask them. Well, he sees they're blind. He knows what they want. Why don't they just do it? This doesn't work by wanting. It doesn't work by begging. He asked them, what do you want? They said, we want to receive our sight. He said, receive your sight. And the next verse says, and they received their sight. Can it be that easy? Can it really be that easy? (laughs) What did jesus say what things serve you desire when you pray believe that you receive them not not feel them not see them believe what receive, receive what Amen. yeah but at this point it's unseen the power to cause to come to pass what you desire is unseen unfelt undiscerned with the physical senses how can you receive something you can't see and you can't feel <laughs> by faith by faith keep reading Luke 6:19 Luke 6:19 the Bible says the whole multitude sought to touch him why were they wanting to touch him because there went, Virtue, that's the King James, that's the same word we saw in Hebrews, same word we saw in Luke 1, same word we saw in Luke 5. Denomus. Power. There went power out of him and healed them all. What healed them? What healed them? Power. It was the power. Pi- there was power. Somebody say power. power. This is real. Yes, sir. It's not seen, but it's real. It's real. People get so entangled in the limitations of the seen realm and they won't believe anything that they can't see and that's why they say stupid stuff like seeing is believing. Not even having a clue what faith is. There's a power that keeps your mind operative that you're able to even see and hear and understand right now you can't put your hand on it they can't you can't see it under a microscope mr sure you it can it's, it's the brain it's not the brain the brain is simply the physical organ that the mind functions through you never saw a mind <laughs> people hold the the you know look at a brain and go isn't it amazing that all the inventions and everything of mankind has come out of these few pounds of gray matter that ain't true that's not true at all the brain is an organ just like a heart is or a liver is no it's simply the. it's amazing that no, don't misunderstand me we are fearfully and wonderfully made but the mind functions through the brain and if you lost your body you still have your mind If you died right now, you stepped out of your body, we wouldn't see you, but you'd be right there. Angels are here. You don't see them, usually. The Holy Spirit is here. The power of God is here. If the power of God was there to heal that bunch of fault-finding and and griping, complaining Pharisees and Sadducees, surely the power of God is here tonight to heal us. Bible-believing children of God. Surely. Surely. If we can quit focusing on what we see and quit focusing on what we feel, I, I, I don't know if you felt it or not. When I first started, it got kind of quiet, kind of subdued. I thought this was miracle night, Brother Keith. I want to see something. Exactly. If you want to get, have miracles, you got to forget about seeing something. <laughs> now, if we do the right thing, You will see some things and hear and feel some things. But if you focus on that, you never will. Are y'all with me tonight? Finally, Luke 8. Three things. You remember what they are? Number one, believe. 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 Number two, Believe. believe what? Believe it you receive. Number three power. receive what? Power. Receive the power of God. Paul said in Corinthians uh, let me just find it and read it to you. First Corinthians two. You're going you're holding your place there in Luke eight. First Corinthians two, four. Paul said, My preaching, my, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. One translation, another place said the kingdom of God's not just talk, it's in power. It's not just in talk, it's in power. Verse 5, why? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but that your faith would stand in the power of God. God I want you to say I have faith faith in the power of God say it out loud I believe believe in the power of God God. say it again I have faith faith in the power of God the power of God God is not seen it's unseen it's spirit and it's not so much even felt when you're feeling something that's the result yes
1: sir
0: It's because the power of God did something. (laughs) Right? And now you're having some, you know, the power of God hit the pond. And now the ripples are hitting you. (laughs) How many understand the simple fact we're spirit beings? God is spirit. Everything starts first in spirit. Unseen. Before this earth was here, there was the unseen. Everything that's seen was made out of unseen substance. And the thing that will heal you is the unseen power of God. The thing that will change you is the unseen power of God. How do you receive something you can't see and you can't feel? By faith. By faith. You just you believe you receive it. So simple, you have to have a satanic help
1: <laughs>
0: to get confused about it, but he's all too willing to provide you with enormous amounts of help to get confused about him. Uh, Luke eight, are you there? Luke eight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke 8. Uh, let's start here in verse 43. A woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. You would call hers an incurable condition. Right? When the Bible says that according to the medical science of their day, it could not be healed, then it's established. Hers was an incurable, cannot be fixed naturally situation. So is she doomed to live like this? She came behind him and touched the border of his garment. Now let's just stop right here. Why would she do that? Why would she touch his clothes? Why? You have to go all the way back to the beginning of Jesus' ministry. There there are apocryphal writings that will try to convince you that Jesus... Uh, operated as divine from childhood that he healed little play friends that he raised little birds from the dead as a child don't you believe any of that it's not true the bible said he emptied himself and became like other men which means he couldn't not not decided not to he couldn't do it as a man any more than you or I could I know some people don't like that but that's what the bible says but when he was of age and baptized in the river Jordan Hallelujah. There appeared, as in the form of a dove, the Holy Ghost came down and came on him. Oh, hallelujah. And immediately the devil tempted him and threw everything that he had at him. Why now? Why? He was just as much the Son of God when he was 20, when he was 15. Why now? Because it's not until now that all his power has come on him. And he did everything he could. To trip him up and get him to fall and get him to sin. And he could not. And Jesus overcame every temptation. And the Bible said he came out of the wilderness at the end of that temptation. In the power of the Spirit. He'd walk into the synagogue and start preaching. And demons would holler. Why? The power's hurting them. <laughs> and, and he would touch people and they'd be healed and people would touch him and they'd be healed and this was noised all over the country so that people would come out in the street and just try to touch him why? because they heard about this power, can you see they had faith in the power of God say it out loud, I have faith, I have faith. In, the power of God. in the power of God that's why she touched his clothes She had faith in that power that was on him. Did you know that he charged the twelve? And then later he charged the seventy and gave them power and authority and sent them out to heal and deliver. Do you remember he said, "You You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come on you. How many know that power has not gone away? That power is still on the church and in the church today. Now, where people don't believe and where people are totally sense ruled and governed, you don't see much manifestation of it. But where you see people dare to step out and walk by faith and believe something and believe they receive something even though they don't feel or see anything yet, that's where you see manifestations of this power. She came behind and touched the border. Of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched or stopped. Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng you and press you, and you say, Who touched me? Jesus said, Somebody touched me. (laughs) How did he know it? I perceived. That virtue, that's that word, dunamis, power has gone out of me. He knew the moment her faith touched him. See, if it was just, it wasn't the clothes that healed her. It wasn't just Jesus that healed her. Are you listening? Because a lot of people were touching him and it was the same clothes and it was the same Jesus and nothing's happening with them. That's why they couldn't understand what he's talking about. Oh, Lord! No, tell her, how many people touched you the last mile? He said, no. Somebody touched me. <laughs> if you read Mark's account, you read the other account, you'll read that she was saying, and the indication is that she was saying and kept on saying, if I can just touch, if I can just touch, if I can just touch, I'll be healed. And obviously, she's not waiting to feel something before she's going to believe she received something because the moment she touched, that's it. She believes she received. And I mean faster than you could blink your eye when she believed that power flowed out of him, into her, stopped her hemorrhage, healed her body. Glory to God. It stopped him right in his tracks. He said, ah, ah, uh, who touched me? <laughs> Nobody would own up to it. Everybody denied. I guess that was her too. It said everybody. Even his disciples began to say, Jesus, people touched you all over the place. Will you be? He said, Son. yeah, like he didn't even hear them. Somebody touched me. <laughs> who touched me? <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Where are you? it must have been something like this because it finally said the woman saw she could not be hid he is not going to let this go (laughs) verse 47 he said somebody touched me he said I know because power went out of me he was aware of power going out of him she was aware of being healed How many know before she felt something, something unseen happened first? Or she never would have felt anything. And uh, the woman saw she could not be hid. She came trembling and falling down before him and declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her daughter, be a good comfort. Don't be scared. She might have thought he wanted a healing back or something. You know, she, she he's not having a healing service. She didn't even ask him if it was his will or if it'd be okay.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> he's just walking down the road. She just came and took yeah. a healing. Yeah. <laughs> Why else would she be trying to hide in the crowd? <laughs> He said, uh-uh, somebody touch me. Somebody touch me. Everybody's lit. it must have gone on a little while because everybody got uncomfortable. Including Jesus' disciples. They tried to get him to quit. He ignored them. Said, somebody touch me! Finally, she said. It was me. It was, I'm sorry, Lord, I've been, you know, I've been sick. And boss that she told him all the truth and what she did, so it's probably went on for a while. And <laughs> You know, I went to the doctors, and I spent uh, $30,000 on these treatments, and then I was on this regimen for six months, and then I did this, and then I went to so-and-so, and then they sent me over to so-and-so, and then they referred me, and then they told me, and, and then and then and, 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 and I so-and-so told me that you were down, you know, last week in such-and-such county and had some meetings, and people got healed. And I, and I just said to myself, if I could just get up and get there, and if I could just get close to Jesus, I... And then she looked up at him, and he said... That's
1: great.
0: great. Be of good comfort. Don't be scared. Your faith has made you whole. He could have said, the power on me. He didn't. He could have said, I made you whole. He didn't say that. He could have said it was the inexplicable will of God. No, that's men's religious thinking. The truth is, this could have happened another thousand times that day right there if all the people that touched him would have touched him in faith like she did. Mm -hmm. Somebody say "Glory glory to God. He emphasized the faith more than the power. We must do the same. We must emphasize the faith. It wasn't the clothes that healed her. It's not the oil. It's not the hands. It's not the preachers. Did you hear me? What is it? Power came into her, right? And it's all the emphasis should—it was the power that did it. But if it was just the power. Everybody else that touched would have been healed. It was the faith that received the power. Oh, can you see this? Glory to God. Brother Hagen, uh, my, my father in the faith who's going home to be with the Lord, uh, tells a, an account that I remember often about some parents that brought up at the end of a service. He had laid hands on a lot of people. And they brought up this little child, and you could tell the child wasn't right. It was. Uh, it looked like a little baby, but you look in the face, and it's a lot older. and And uh, he he told uh, the parents. He said, uh, "You know, I'm I'm getting tired, and but I, I'll believe with you." And, and they said, uh, uh, "When he laid hands on the child, the Lord let him know the child was born without something in its brain, in its head. It wasn't there." He the Lord told him that by the Holy Ghost, and so. He laid hands on the child and said, Lord, I I just pray, I ask you, let this healing anointing, this holy uh, healing power go into the child. And whatever needs to be made or needs to be done, affected and changed. And so uh, they took the child, could see no difference, and left and went out to the car and, you know, handled the child like they normally did. And the next day, they're washing, giving the, the child a bath. The mother was, and uh, limbs still inoperative, everything still like it was. And uh, she began to cry. And tears began to roll off her cheek into the bath water. And, and she said, oh, God, I was so, you know, hoping, believing that my baby would be healed. And just about time the Spirit of God brought with force back to her, Believe, you receive. Believe, you receive. She stopped. She knew it was the Lord. And Brother Hagin, one of the last things he had said to him is, uh, All I can tell you is that I, I know that power of God went into this child. I know it. This power is unseen. Unfelt. If you feel something, it's a result of what the power did. I know, and you just need to say, that power went into my child. That power is working in my child. So the Holy Ghost arrested her. She dried her eyes. She began to say, last night, when Brother Hagin laid hands on my child, that power went into my child. Oh, now we're beginning to get somewhere. Come on, can you see? That power went into my... Come on, tell me, what do you do? You believe... That's not based on what you see. What do you believe? You believe you receive. That's not what you see and feel. What do you believe you receive? In this case, you believe you receive that power. She said, that power is working in my child. That power is working in my child. Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. I forget how many days. It was some time. But she did not quit. She said, That power was administered to my child, and that power is working in my baby now. Oh, come on, come on. That power is working in my baby now. Does she see it? No. Does she feel it? No. No, That's not what this is about. That'll be the last thing you see. That's the results, that's the effect. If you're not going to believe anything till you see that, then there's no faith involved. <laughs> and they uh, came where she's doing the same thing. She began to to hear uh, things happen. Uh, bones move. <laughs> the child changed. The limbs changed. the The head was changed. The child was healed. Not in the first day, not in the second. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Help me out. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Help me out. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Can the same power that made you touch you, change you, fix an organ, a bone, a gland, blood cells, a heart valve, How easy it is for the creator of the heavens and the earth, the stars and the moon to change you and touch you. Stand up on your feet. Begin to praise God. Begin to worship him with whom nothing is too difficult. Worship him with whom nothing is too hard. Worship him. Worship him. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Sing that again. You are great. Just the chorus. You are great.